Hello and welcome to another jam-packed episode uh, of my favorite conservative. (laughs) (laughs) We're having technical issues this morning, but uh, welcome again. I am Edward. And I'm Andrea, but I am not conservative. But you're not? I am not, but he is my very, very, very favorite conservative. Three varies. Thank you. Yes, I know. (laughs) We did have technical difficulties. We're a little out of it. Um, So we have a topic today that we are going to get to, but because we had an, uh, a non-live episode last week, we are just going to briefly touch on, and if you want to just you know fast forward five minutes, we understand, but briefly touch on what the heck happened uh, in the GOP primary races, because there have been some updates. Yeah, we've, we've gone through uh, Iowa first, the, yes. the cockeye, if you will. Yes, and, and uh, Vivek did not do as well as he expected. Vivek didn't do that well. Uh, I believe my prediction was pretty... Your predictions on. have been perfect. They, that was, I had DeSantis <laughs> just barely beating Nikki Haley by a point or two. Yes. And that is actually what happened. And then, as I also predicted, DeSantis dropped out. So Yes, he, he, and he dropped out before New Hampshire. Dropped out before New Hampshire, which and, I thought was the right thing to do for him. It really, okay. it really was, yeah. And um, then what happened in New Hampshire? Tell the New, audience. Yeah, Vermont's cranky neighbor. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was basically Nikki Haley versus Donald Trump and Donald Trump pretty much wiped the floor with her and uh but but she acted like she won yeah she, she came in second the, place which yes. was last yeah but she acted like she won so yeah, she was the first loser yeah and also the last place yeah so yes. uh so yeah so trump has a pretty commanding lead there nevada's next followed by um south carolina and we'll take it from there all right yeah but, oh quickly oh my goodness let's uh Say hello. This says greetings from Germany. Welcome so ah, much. Deutschland. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks so much for watching live. Uh, so I do want to talk about briefly again before we get to our main topic. Um, it, you won't be surprised by the main topic. It's in the news. But so I did not know this for all the Democrats out there. I'm a registered independent. I've been a registered Democrat. I had no idea that the DNC had decided not to have primaries in certain states. That's the Democrat National Democratic National Committee. And but explain like what what this is, what they decided. So to New do. Hampshire, everybody talked about Trump and, and Haley, but it was also so Democrats were voting for their nominee, if you will, but was not recognized by the DNC. The Democrats want they want South Carolina to be the first primary in the nation because that will help Joe Biden. So here's the thing I don't understand. I just want to clarify for the audience because this made my mind explode. Um, not just as a former Democrat, but just as a U.S. citizen who, you know, we get to vote, right? I don't understand. Are you saying to our audience that that New Hampshire and Iowa and I think Nevada do not have Democratic primaries? They have primaries. They don't allot any delegates for winning or losing that it doesn't if you if you were supposedly getting delegates they're not going to count because the democrats are trying to stack the deck for joe biden so those people who went out and voted for maybe um i don't know for uh, dean phillips dean phillips mm-hmm. we talked about him before or um rfk jr mm-hmm. wasted wasted yep. completely wasted yeah oh my gosh yeah so. get 
pissed <laughs> off, people. Yes. Now, mind you, this is the party that screams about democracy's in the balance and every vote counts. And what yeah. the hell? <laughs> I mean, I, I just if I were a citizen of either of those three, any of those three states. So, again, just to recap, Iowa, New Hampshire or Nevada is coming up. I would be so pissed. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be furious. Be. Yeah, and I, your vote was, doesn't count. You know, Biden wasn't even on the ticket in New Hampshire. They, it was. Well, I don't any, think that's a bad thing. Got, <laughs> yeah, anything he got was a write-in. But Dean Phillips actually got twenty percent of the Democratic vote there. But so. they're not going to give him any delegates. No, not at all. That is such bullshit. <laughs> Go ahead and censor us, Apple, YouTube. I dare you. Um, all right, let's talk about our our topic for today. And we do Which welcome is, all your oh, comments if you're watching live. Okay, so what is our topic today? Our topic today is the southern border. Okay. What a fucking mess. Yeah, Ooh. I got a mouth on oh. me today. I'm really tired. Look out. <laughs> I am. I am. So let's let's talk about this uh open border policy and what it's doing to this country, Edward. Well, you know what I think let's look at what some of the ramifications have been from this policy. Okay. And then you'll see kind of why people are getting really pissed off. I mean, you know, just look at your one of where you lived a lot of your life in California. Yes. You know, they have now provided taxpayer funded healthcare for all illegals. Yes. And so when I, when I lived in California, it, if, and I, and I worked when I worked at UCLA, we did have a lot of, people in our research study that we knew came to California, came to the U.S. illegally. And when I lived there, it was sort of, um, what did you call it? A don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, it was like, yeah, the, it really the, was. In the military. Uh, yeah. Um, you could get health care. You could go to the emergency room. Right. You could go to urgent care. And even if you were illegal, they would not ask to see your papers. They wouldn't ask to see anything. And you could get health care. And it was so frustrating to me because there was a, a long period of time, my twenties, when I didn't have any health insurance, yeah. I couldn't go to an emergency room without getting, you know, a bill. Like I couldn't do any of those things. And yet for, for more than two decades in California, um, you could go to urgent care and the ER and there would be no questions. Yeah. Um, but now it's a whole nother level. Yeah. So now they have expanded the health care that illegals now get is everything. Yes. It is not just emergency room. It is not just pregnancy uh, related. So right. it is anything. So I, I want Californians, I want you to think about that. If you are an independent contractor um, and you don't get health care as yeah. part of your employment, um, <laughs> think about that for just a second. But you're a U.S. citizen and you are a citizen of California and yet you are not able to get health insurance unless you fall way below the, the poverty line. Yeah. It, it, I mean, do you uh, renounce your American citizenship to get health care? Right. That's actually kind of <laughs> clever. I got to yeah. say, that's pretty clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably long term, not a good idea. All right. Let's yeah. go to the other side of the country because there's some other things going on. Other states that are making accommodations yeah. for illegal immigrants um, instead of citizens. Well, what's funny is is all of these places that we talk about are all sanctuary cities, sanctuary yes, states, true. True, yeah. and they thought they were going to escape uh, the ramifications of these policies, but unfortunately it's come to bite them in the butt. So uh, New York City, let's go to New York. 
okay. they are now cutting police funding, library funding, and a lot of social services funding because they have to spend that money to house the illegal aliens. Yes. I, I prefer to say immigrants. I know you're okay. saying alien, but that's fine. But yeah, and and we'll get to this a little bit later, but we're not against immigrants at all. We're talking about people who come to the country illegally. Yeah, there um, but there are actually some high schools now in New York that are sending their students home to learn remotely so that they can house immigrants, illegals in the schools. And now, in Chicago too, right? Chicago's doing that. Yeah, can yeah. you imagine being a taxpayer? No. You know, and having your kid, you know, we, we saw how well remote learning worked during yeah. COVID, right? <laughs> As a former teacher, I can tell you. Yeah, that's not gonna work. so let's, uh, let's really just keep screwing these kids up. So, okay. So, yeah. so that, you know, that I think that's sort of to be expected in places like California, New York, Chicago, yeah. but there's also something going on in North Carolina. Yeah. A little place called Hanover, North Carolina. They're actually closing a school for special needs kids. Oh, to house illegal aliens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. You can't make this up. Citizens of could. Hanover, come on, step up, go yeah. to your school board meetings, protest. I mean, my God, this yeah. is just it, wrong, it, wrong, wrong. And in terms of raw numbers, I mean, what the administration is admitting to is about 8 million illegal so far. Now this is since, in, since the Biden administration. It, right. This is in three years, three years, right? Three years, 8 millions almost 1.7, uh, one and three quarter million gotaways. And it's probably way more than that. Explain what a gotaway is. A gotaway is, is when, when people come to our Southern border, most of them go to these entry ways. So they're all processed through these little ports or open gates, whatever. Gotaways, those are the bad people. Those are the really bad people because they don't want to come in through the open gates. They know that they'll be found out for what they really are. So they are uh, going in places that are not being patrolled now because the border patrol is being so stretched that all they're doing is processing people. And, you know, I, I, I know we don't have it in our, our notes here, but um, we all heard, if, if, well, I don't know. It depends, it depends on the news outlets you listen to, but there was a guy at the border that, was of Middle Eastern descent yeah. and who seemed very threatening in both his words and actions and and um, was crossing the border. Yes, you, you do not. You should know me, but you will know me soon. Kind of. Uh, it was very threatening. Threat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can anybody say Osama bin Laden? So. Um, and then I also know that <laughs> there is a UN program. Would you talk to us a little uh, bit about the United Nations? Yeah. Yes. The, the waste of space on the Hudson River. This is one of those yeah. times where Nikki Haley might not want to brag about being a former UN ambassador. Yeah, so the UN uh, back in 2021, surprisingly starting the Biden administration, yeah. they put together called the Interagency Coordination Platform for Refugees and Migrants from Venezuela. And they called it R4V for short. Well, let's, let's call it that, R4V. Yeah, but it, this program is not just for Venezuela. It is now covering millions of illegals or, or citizens down in Central America. Okay, but what does the program and what do? It, what it's doing, it started with a budget of about $600 million. That grew in 2023 to, or 2022, uh, up to about $800 billion, or excuse me, $1 million. Dollars. Yeah. It's now this year, $1.6 billion. And what they're doing is giving debit cards and actual envelopes of cash to people in Central and South America 
to be able to make their way north to the United States. Now, since the United States is the biggest funder, excuse me, by far of the UN, of the UN yeah. this is our taxpayer dollars going directly to helping people get here who have no actual right to be here. And we're going to have to figure this out. So, Oh, okay. That's a lot. <laughs> so, however, there is a state that is finally doing something about this. And if you don't know what that state is, remember the Alamo. It is the great big state of Texas. Yeah. And remember, you've got, you've got four border states on the southern border. You've got California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. Right. Three of the four are run by Democrat governors. The only Republican governor is Texas. Okay. That's Greg Even Abbott. Arizona? Oh, that's right. No, that's, that's right. Yeah, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. Okay. Yeah. Go. So Greg, uh, Greg Abbott is the governor there. He has been a little slow to respond to this. He um, and he's been criticized. Yeah. I heard one explanation is, you know, he's a, a very methodical lawyer and, and has been in his past. And he always completely looks at things and goes over the minutiae and everything before he acts. Well, they finally decided to act and they have erected their own border at the Southern border. And now they're in a fight with the federal government. What is the actual border? What did they put in place? Well, they put up a lot of, um, barbed wire. Well, but yeah, actually not barbed wire. It's razor wire, razor which is wire, different, sorry, yeah. but along with, um, box cars, um, and they put the razor wire on top of the box cars. Okay. And the federal government is saying, no, this is our job to secure the border. It is. Well, yes. But it you're is. not doing <laughs> it. Right. It is your so, job. Yes. But so they started to take this stuff down. Uh, Greg Abbott in Texas filed a lawsuit. It went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, it is the federal government's job, but we're not going to make you take down. The razor wire but if the feds come in they can take it down if they want to so oh my god it's just it's so much back and forth it is i mean the one thing greg abbott though he's on firm constitutional ground he cited article 4 section 4 which says the united states the federal government shall guarantee to every state in this this union a republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion i just want to point out that that's the key word here and yes. i think that that's what people are quibbling over is the word invasion mm -hmm. texas is now calling this an invasion the federal government is not well it is an invasion of not only of people but you've got these drug cartels that are heavily armed oh yeah that are enforcing all of this uh immigration or migration coming north so right. yeah so they, I, I think they're on firm ground in that regard, um, but they at least have not been ordered to take down what they've put up. And so far, the federal government has not brought in anybody to start taking this down yet. Okay, so so, so how come, um, I know you're going to talk about the House resolution in a moment, but mm -hmm. so how come people are, I, I feel like some of the news media is really amping this up because uh, because because it it feels like it's sort of this I don't know maybe it's the quiet before the storm I'm just spitballing here but it feels like they're amping this up like like Texas is going to go to war with the U S this week and it doesn't I don't think it's quite there yet yeah well the whole issue is coming up now only because it's an election year it's 2024 right. and the Biden administration understands how pissed off 
most of the American public is about this because yeah. it's, you know, it used to be a Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, California problem. It's not anymore. Not anymore because yeah. when these people come across, they are processed very quickly. They're not vetted. They're processed. They're put on buses. They're put on planes and they're being sent around the country to all these other states. You know, people are complaining in New York and Chicago that Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, is busing <laughs> migrants up there. Well, they need to look in the dead of the night. Their airports are being inundated with these, you know, flights coming yeah. from Texas. That is the federal government doing this. So I think people are getting pissed off. It's an election year I, I and Biden needs to pretend he's or say he's going to do something. I think it's good, though, that other states that are non-border states, because most states aren't a border state, are starting to feel the pain a little. Yeah. I think when, it's a good thing. When, when the Republicans first started complaining about this border issue years ago, and they said, every state's a border state. I thought, no, really? We're really not. But yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, whoa. I know. It doesn't happen doesn't too often. Happen. No, I was going to say, you don't admit it too often. I, well, this is he true. He just said I was wrong. This I was going to say, yes. okay. So remember this episode, people, <laughs> season two, episode 18, Edward admitted he was wrong. Yes. That's okay. probably be the title of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk uh, about the Secure the Border Act. Well, you know, the Dems are complaining the Republicans hadn't done anything about it. Well, the first thing they did, actually the second thing, this is in, in 2021, when they took over from the Democrats in the House of Representatives, where all bills and all spending when must early originate. 2022. What's that? Early 2022 would have been in, started, right? Uh, yeah, okay, early 20. Yeah. 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 When, when they right, took so over continue. the House, their, their second bill that they put forward was House Resolution 2, which is, and they're, they're in order people. So it's house resolution one, two, three, right. four, yeah. right. Secure the borders act, which would you know, use physical barriers and technology to curb illegal immigration, increase the number of border patrol agents and streamline the asylum process. It now sits on the shelf in the Senate, which is run by Democrats. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, and as someone who has gone to the Hill in the past, uh, for healthcare legislation, this happens all the time. Yeah. This happens all the time, and you need both chambers, right, to get something passed through. And um, and when where we are now, when we have the House slim majority Republicans and the Senate majority uh, Democrats, it's it, nothing happens. Nothing happens. It's so frustrating. A lot of times, I'm not upset when nothing happens because they're not passing bad bills. I know, but, but this is different. But when there are true yes, emergencies is... that need to be taken care of, yeah, this gridlock is is really bad. Um, in fact, the Senate just yesterday um, supposedly had reached an agreement with uh, Chuck Schumer negotiating for the Democrats and Jim Lankford okay. uh, for, the, for the Republicans. He's a Republican senator out of uh, Oklahoma who is not on board with the Trump uh, uh, guidelines, the Trump if you train. will. Yeah. And they basically agreed to, we, we, we will start to call this and we'll shut down the borders after 5,000 illegals a day are at the border. Oh, I did hear about yeah. this. So oh, this yeah, is, I don't, yeah. they're going to, they're going to have to send it to the house. It, the house said it's going to die immediately. Yeah. So nice, it. you know, they're wasting their time in the Senate. All right. Since you do call me the play-by-play -play person. I do. All right. Let's talk about what our president tried uh, to do. Well, he, you know, since since they won at the Supreme Court that said that they have the rights to 
secure the border, the federal government does. Biden decided he was going to try to play the Border Patrol, which is a federal agency, against the Texas National Guard, who is setting up all the new barriers down in Texas. And he thought, boy, I'll get those two clashing and this will be great. And, and we'll show our and federal And I think this is force. what increased um, the rhetoric this yeah, week. I yeah, think this is it, what did This is it. what has amped it but up. Tell, tell our audience in case they don't know what actually happened. Well, unfortunately for Joe Biden. Not unfortunately. Well, for Joe Biden. Oh, unfortunately yeah, okay. for him. Yeah, right, yes. Okay. The Border Patrol Union, which yes, is the rank union. and file. Yes. They quickly announced their full support for the National Guard and saying they have an incredible working relationship with the men and women of the National Guard and that this would not become a confrontational issue. Yes. So good for them. Good for them. Yes. Yes. Stand united. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, We do have something else that, though, is um, happening this week. Yeah. Yeah. This week. Okay. So there's there's a, a a bunch of truckers that have gotten together not in canada no yeah it's, yeah, a, it's not the canadian truckers correct and they they have formed a thing coming up this week that's going to be called take our borders back it's a truckers rally okay and there's going to be three points one is eagle pass texas which is a huge is that, hub of is that near el paso yeah yeah okay down, down in southern texas where a huge majority of these illegals come through okay uh tucson arizona okay and san diego california okay. so there are literally thousands of trucks heading down to these places to show their support. Oh boy. You know, my concern though is a January 6th redo, if you will, redux. What do you mean? Where it would not surprise me if there are going to be bad actors in oh, these crowds yeah. that are going to try to uh, cause chaos you know, immediate riots, that sort of thing, and blame it all on, of course, MAGA, blah, 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 blah. Is this, is this take, um, take our border back truckers? We, we need to put them in the show notes. If we can find anything mm-hmm. on them, we will. But if you live in Eagle Pass, Texas, if you live in Tucson, Arizona, if you live in San Diego, California, and you are tired of illegal immigrants coming into your city Get out in droves and support these truckers. Well, you should see some of the videos. If you haven't seen the videos, just on interstates around the country, when these truckers are going, they're going down there, people are lining the highways and the freeways and overpasses with American flags and cheering these people on. Oh, good. Oh, that's great to know. Okay. So we definitely have to put a link to some of that in the show notes. But yeah, support these truckers. I mean, they're trying to make a statement and we don't. We don't want what happened to those truckers in Canada to happen to truckers here. Yeah, let's hope that Biden doesn't go full uh, Trudeau. I mean, if you remember up there, they locked them out of their bank accounts. Oh, I remember, and, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It was criminal, so, yeah. yeah, what they did. Um, all right, anything else on illegal immigration? It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the Republican reply to the Senate, Senate's idiotic 5,000 illegals a day is tolerable. The answer is zero. Zero. I agree. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) It's zero. Now, there are always going to be some people to get across. Understand. Right. But actually inviting people in and processing them. You know, I was actually thinking when what they're doing is when these people come here. Yes. And they're processed and they are then given a court date for their air quotes, asylum hearing. Right. Which I believe it's over 90 percent wouldn't qualify for. Right. That's in five, six, seven years yeah. from now. I think the earliest is like three years from now. Yeah. 
a great solution, and the Republicans really need to think hard on this, is when they come to our borders, you process them, you give them a court date, you send them home, yep. and you say, this is your court date, come back. come back in six, seven years, we'll hear your case. It pains me to say this because I have not voted for him, but Trump would do that. Yeah. In, yeah. A, in a heartbeat. Yeah. He would do that. That would be yeah. day one. Yeah. Guarantee that. Yeah. Okay, on a lighter note. Yes, shall we? Yes. <laughs> this Week in Woke, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, and this, uh, this yes. is one I usually, by the way, for the audience, don't have a, a lot of influence on this, but but I wanted something really, really fun and juicy. So Yeah, this was from uh, Eleanor Catalaris in the New York Post. Um, she, the, the, we'll the, put you in the show notes. The headline is, <laughs> I'm obese and refuse to give up my second seat on a plane for a toddler. Yes, this caught my attention, right? <laughs> Here's the story. A woman has faced criticism online after revealing she refused to give up the second plane seat she had bought so that a fussy toddler could sit next to his mom. The 34-year-old passenger said she had booked two seats on a domestic flight due to previous experiences of being uncomfortable in one. Can I interject? Please do. All right. So um, this is uh, this 34 year four year old passenger is plus size travel influencer. Her words, not mine. Jalen Cheney. Jalen, God bless you. <laughs> we are going to tag you. Uh, but this is your quote. You say you said, because I'm fat, I booked an extra seat so everyone can be more comfortable. I know it sucks having to pay for an extra seat, but it is what it is. She continued. And. I, I I so appreciate this, okay? I so appreciate that you wanted to be more comfortable. You wanted other people to be more comfortable. And out of your own pocket, you paid for two seats. And lady, those were your two seats. And the thing that really makes me mad, I can't believe the backlash this, this woman has gotten. The thing that makes me mad is that when you bring a toddler on a plane, I think it's up to age three, two or three, mm -hmm. but this toddler was under the age of two. 18 months. 18 yeah. months. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to pay for an extra seat if that child is going to stay on your lap the whole time, right? right? And, uh, and let's face it, it's very expensive to fly. It's getting more and more expensive. Most parents of young children don't because babies cry during flight. You need to, you know, you need to hold them anyway and console, and console them. That's the word I'm looking for. And so a lot of parents don't shell out that money. Totally fair. And, but people are saying that this woman is terrible because she wouldn't give up the extra seat she paid for. Yeah. And the mother <laughs> did not pay for. And I just want to say that this not exact scenario, but the reason I think I resonated so much with this is that uh, in September, so roughly what, five months ago or so, I paid to upgrade on a flight, um, my seat, and this was a personal trip. It wasn't business. And the flight attendant yelled at everyone because none of us wanted to give up our seats so a parent and child could sit next to each other. And, and she, well, I was one of the people that she targeted. And I said, under any other circumstance, I would be fine, but I actually paid to upgrade to this seat. And so, no, I'm not going to give it up. You got to figure it out somewhere else. And this flight attendant was so hostile to everyone, absolutely everyone. 
Um, and so I, I just, I can't believe the backlash this young one has well, gotten. You, you're a small person and I know you travel way more than I do. You, yes. You've been pinned to your seat from a, an obese person next I, to you. I <laughs> have been pinned to the window where my right cheek was up against the window because of the person who was in the middle seat and who was overflowing. And, and let's face it, uh, let me back up. The seats are getting smaller and smaller. It's ridiculous. Like I just barely fit in this seat. And as Edward said, I'm a pretty small person, short in stature and just small overall. But the seats are just getting so tiny. And there was a flight where this very obese man was sitting in the middle. I mean, he was overflowing into the aisle. He was overflowing into the window. And my cheek was pressed up against the window the whole freaking flight. And thank God it was less than two hours. It was awful and it was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. So Jalen Cheney, you did the right yeah, thing. Kudos to Jalen. Yeah. That's you, you, you stepped up, you paid it out of your pocket. Yes. And, 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 and some people actually seat. said to her, you're so fat that you need to do this. You are selfish. What? <laughs> no, yeah. she, that's the whole point. She wasn't selfish. She wasn't <laughs> selfish. She wasn't selfish. Yeah. Selfish would have been just, I'm, I know I can't fit in one seat. Oh, well, too bad to the person sitting next to me. She wasn't selfish. And um, if anything, that mother is the one that overreacted. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you don't purchase a seat for your child. That's on you. Yes. Yeah. So hold the child in your lap. I, I might be a little excited about this. Anyway. <laughs> okay. okay. So that's This Week in Woke. Um, we do want to do a shout out. So we didn't have a live episode last week because right. I was in. San Shit Francisco. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You want to, you need to say that louder because people can't hear you. Shit Francisco. Yes. Yes. So, which by the way, it's true. Unfortunately, there are human feces <laughs> yeah. on the sidewalk. You do have to actually look down when you're walking and step around. It's, it's like a minefield. Yeah. I mean, it was better in some places than others, but, um, what I noticed is so many store owners were putting out cardboard boxes and flattening them right up front. I don't, I don't know if it was to cover it. I have no idea. Anyway, it was well, wipe but, your feet off before you get in the store. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was gross. So, but I did meet, um, two people and when Edward and I started the show, I said to him, do you remember I said first come the haters, haters, Yes. which we've gotten, love it, love it, love you haters. And then I said, and next come the lovers, the lovers. Okay. Yes. And so here I am in San Francisco for something totally unrelated to this show. And I met one of our fans in person. I'm going to call her Molly. So shout out to Molly. You know who you are. And I really want to thank you for your comments. And I'm going to share them here since I have given you a pseudonym. Uh, Molly came up to me and um, she, her, her, she's a widow. Her husband died several years ago. She's in a new relationship. And she said our show really helped her and her new partner communicate with each other because she is the liberal and he is the conservative. And so I just want to shout out to Molly. Thanks so much for coming up to me and telling me how much the show meant to you. And um, and also don't forget rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Um, and then I also met this amazing man, but I, I definitely going to give him a pseudonym and I won't say where I met him. I'm going to call him Ethan. And, um, and I hope he doesn't mind showing his story since nobody can figure out who he is. But um, we just got to talking and he is an immigrant and he came to this country legally with his parents in the 80s. And he has lived, I think, in San Francisco for 40 years now. He is a gay Asian-American man. 
who was targeted, um, who had all of his teeth bashed in wow. by, I think he said a homeless person on the street. He was just walking, minding his own business. And this person came out and, and maybe it wasn't a homeless person, but this person came out and smacked him with the, like a frying pan and shattered all his teeth. And, you know, he was, he was the funniest, nicest guy, but he said that he has lost friends over his political views, which much like mine, we don't feel like our views changed so much as the party changed. Your party. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. The democratic party. Yes. And, and so I just, I want to shout out to him and this gets me to my next point. If you are watching our show and you're enjoying it, we want to reach more people, right? We want people like Molly to be able to have those conversations with their partners. You know, we, we want people to feel supported and the LGBT and I'm not LGBT. I'm going to stop there community. Um, and we want to reach it. Um, but I understand if you are afraid to come on live, uh, like our visitor here from Germany today or YouTube Larry. Um, but just remember, you can create a pseudonym and you can still rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. So we've gotten some reviews and most of the time, yeah, people create a name for yeah. themselves. If, if you're worried or concerned that your friends are going to disown you because you have a different political opinion they're probably really not your friends. I agree, yeah. right? Yeah. But but yet we saw so many families torn apart, especially yeah. when Trump was elected. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolute just, meltdown. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I know people who disown family members over this. And we really do at our core people, we have more in common than than not. We really do. I firmly yeah. believe that. Yeah. I mean, I was excited when Trump won. I was sad when he lost, but I didn't throw a tantrum and refuse to speak to anybody and and yeah. and you have some very liberal friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah that I've so. known for decades. Yes. And uh and we have great conversations and that's what it, it doesn't doesn't fall into shouting and devolve into it. It is reason talk and that's fine. And and again, like with a lot of liberals, it doesn't bother me that they're wrong. Oh god, so you're not helping. You're not helping when you say that. <laughs> and see, so you could just take my stance that like I let him think that I'm wrong. You know, I Thank just let him think that. Right? You're so nice. It's, yeah, you. I know. Appreciate that. All, all women do this with men, by the way, regardless of politics. But <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Uh, and please follow us on all social media platforms. Join us live most Sundays, including next Sunday. Uh, we're live at 1 p.m. Eastern. We stream live on YouTube, Rumble, LinkedIn, X, formerly known as Twitter, and Facebook. And most of the time, we are able to show your comments in real time. So um, please comment live. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, which always drops the next day on Monday mornings, available wherever you're listening right now. And we are working on that Locals community because we do want to actually see the Mollies of the world and the Ethans and have conversations with you and give you even more exclusive content. So be sure to go to myfavoriteconservative.show. That's myfavoriteconservative.show, and you'll find all all the stuff, the reviews, the socials, everything. All right. All right. Awesome. Anything else, Edward? I am done. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Bye. Bye-bye.